Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Kelly and Dalton, we're in the First Bank Studios of Hattiesburg today, and Luke is in the First Bank Studio in Laurel. Got a fun show for you today. Cindy Vick from Jewel Masters is going to join us. Very important segment coming up later in the show. As Cindy is coming here to tell you guys, you guys not as romantic, let's say, as a Luke Johnson, how not to screw up for Valentine's Day this weekend. Yeah, and the baseball season opening this weekend, you probably have your mind on the baseball game, but first things first, You guys. better get it back on Valentine's Day, and Cindy's going to tell you what you need to do. Southern Miss just got a commitment, very exciting basketball commitment. Tay Keys from Pearl River Community College is going to be joining us here in just a moment as well. But first, I want to remind you that the opening segment of the show every day is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of Southern Miss and the Eagle Hour. Great food, seven days a week, a great variety of food. It's always fresh. It's always delicious. And look, you got baseball coming up this weekend. You want to cater the weekend where you can just enjoy baseball and share great food with your friends. We suggest Dickie's. You can sit back, relax at Southern Miss Baseball and let Dickies do the cooking. And you might be bringing your own uh, things to to drink, soft drinks right. or what have you. Right. And Dickies would go uh, <clears throat> along with that as well. Joining us on the Super Talk Mississippi Hotline is Tay Hardy, a native of Ellenwood, Georgia. He is the point guard for Pearl River Community College in Poplarville. The Wildcats are 19 and 0, the only undefeated junior college team in the country as they won again last night. They were on the road at Hines and Tay Hardy, the sophomore point guard for Pearl River, averaging uh, from the floor about 55% from the floor, 45% from the three-point arc. He's an 84% free-throw shooter and averaging about 17 points a game. And Tay Hardy has committed to Southern Miss. He was originally scheduled to join us last week, but they had to change practice and uh, wasn't able to make it. So he's on the show today. Tay Hardy, glad to have you with us, man. Tell us about uh, your decision-making process and and how you arrived at at Southern Miss. Um, You know, uh, Southern Miss Miss has came here from the start. They've been here since. I've decided to come to Pearl River. Um, they've, they've been consistent with their recruiting, as in coming to practices, coming to my games, even the away games. I felt like I felt like talking with the coaches. I could see a genuine need for me and a want for me for that school next year. And it was the the Eagles have made it very clear that they are in need of a of a good point guard. How much does that go into the decision making process too, Tay? That look, I got a really legitimate shot to start right away. Um, you know, uh, as a JUCO player, it's, it's always difficult making the best decision because you know that um, there's some schools out there that want you to just be a certain role player, but there's also schools out there that willing to have you be a big impact. I feel like Southern Miss wants me to be, have a big impact on their team next year, and I feel like I'm, I'm ready to do it. 
You know, Bob, one of the things about this Pearl River team, as we mentioned, they're undefeated. So in Tay Hardy, you've got a guy that already knows how to win. And I'm sure that's something that Jay Ladner sold to you, too, Tay. He needs to, in changing the basketball culture, guys that, that know how to win games. Oh, yeah. You know, as a point guard, I'm trying to be a leader on and off the court, I'm winning in all aspects. If that's on the, if that's great, if that's schoolwork, you know, even on the court, you know, I just, I just preach. That's that's the main thing. When is when is other ones remembered? Hey Tay, we're glad to have you on the show. Glad to uh, glad to have you committed to the Southern Miss basketball program. Point guard, really the quarterback of the basketball team. Am I right about that? Oh yeah, most definitely. So, what is it when you go into a game? What are the most important things in every ball game for a point guard that leads their team the way you do uh, to produce on the floor? Um, well, before every game, I, I just I just run three things through my head every every game. Um, number one is keep keep the game simple, and number two is uh, make the right reads for the team, and number three, have fun. I, mean, I feel like those if I have those three things in my head, I feel like I I play the best game, best team game, in order for us to get the W. And tell you, isn't that something fans lose sight of? You young guys that are playing basketball. You're supposed to be having fun. It's supposed to be fun, is it not? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if if I wasn't having fun playing this sport, I definitely would, wouldn't be playing it. Uh, I, I prepared my whole life for times like these, and it just makes the game even more fun. Tay, the fact that, that people are saying that, that you're the, the, the first big get that, uh, that Jay Ladner and his staff have been able to secure, when you hear that, does that put a little pressure on you that you're the first big get that Southern Miss uh, is getting with Jay Ladner and his staff? Um, playing the game of basketball has never been pressure for me. It just it just means that a lot of people love love how I play the game, and I'm just ready to show them that I can I can lead them to more wins. Luke Johnson, welcome Southern Miss's new point guard. Take Tay Hardy. Tay Hardy. Say thanks for being on today. You uh, you started your career at East Carolina. You played in the American Athletic Conference. Some great teams there. Um, th- does that give you an edge? You know, this year with Pearl River, but but coming to Southern Miss just because you have that one year of Division One basketball experience already. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we played against teams like Houston back when they was like the top team in the country. Well, they still are. They're top twenty five right now. But you know, playing against teams like that definitely gives me more experience in order for me to move to the Conference USA and and try to work myself up to dominate that conference as well. One of the things that's exciting about you also, uh, you're right at 40% right now from three-point land. What gets you more excited, a fall-away three, serving up an alley-oop uh, assist, or juking somebody in the lane? Um, most definitely passing the ball. You know, as a point guard, I love making the right reads for my team. Um I love I love getting assists. I love I love showing that I can make my team better better than myself. Tay, I want to ask you about you know people have said well you know Pearl River is undefeated but it probably wouldn't hurt for them to lose a game down the stretch. To those to those people that say things like that, I've never really understood that that thought process. But what do you say when people say probably wouldn't hurt Pearl River to lose one down the down the stretch here? Um, well, me me personally, I don't see it into like. What what people say? I just go out there, know know what the job is at hand, and just try to just try to do it, just try to do it the best I can. 
You've got other guys on that team. One, uh, Isaiah Moore has committed to St. John's. You've got Rod Brown that has committed to uh, Tulsa. So you've got some other studs on that team. That has to make your job a little bit easier, yeah? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, Isaiah, he he preaches that he's a 6'10", but you know what I mean? It's, it's definitely an advantage for us in this league. You know, Rod, he's a dog. Rod, Rod's going to get to it every game. and He's my roommate. I, I, love, I love everything about his game. All right, Tay, here's your opportunity. You can speak to Southern Miss fans all over the state of Mississippi uh, as the newest commitment and one that has Southern Miss basketball fans very excited. What would you like to say to the Southern Miss Nation? Um, I'm just happy to be a part of the program. I'm, I'm ready to come in and work as hard as I can in order for us to get wins. That's the main thing. All right, but first up is the national championship in uh, JUCO, am I right? Oh, yeah, yes, sir. We're, we're, trying to, we're trying to win the whole thing this year. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, son, and we appreciate uh, your time, and we're excited. We're, we're glad to see you want to be a Golden Eagle, and we're looking forward to seeing you on the floor. Thank you for having me. All right, Tay Hardy, everybody. Hey, guys, well-spoken kid, too, well-spoken. Guess what he wants to do after basketball, though? Uh, be in the broadcasting? Computer programmer. Really? Develop software. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, he won't. He won't have a problem means? running the offense. There won't be a problem at all. He's a four point uh, student. Wow. Uh, yeah, great guy on and off the floor. And that's this. It's exactly the type of guy that Jay Ladner looks for. Right. You know, I, and who wouldn't want somebody with those kind of numbers and those kind of brains? You know, right. to, to be running I, I, the benefit point. also. The, the benefit is that one year in the American also, because you're playing against Memphis, you're playing against Cincinnati, like right. you said, Houston. He's played against some big-time college basketball teams. So when you when he comes in, he's already got that, that type of experience, and he's playing some of the best Juco ball in the country too right now. So, Luke, it's exciting, isn't it, when you hear a kid like this, 4.0 student, well-spoken young man, <clears throat> superb basketball player, used to winning. Uh, that's what the Golden Eagle basketball program needs. You, you do, and that's the way that you – I mean, we're, we're talking like it. There's struggle this year. We won 20 games last year, and a lot of it had to do with the point guard play. But at the same time, you're, you're talking about bringing a program to you know systematic winning, and that's what you have to have. You have to have guys that are accustomed to winning to be able to swing it in the way, in the way it should I'm go. I'm impressed. And, and when you're out recruiting forwards, one of the questions they might say is, well, who's running the point? Who have you got running the point? Because forwards, like Tay Hardy said, he likes making his forwards look good with assists and so on. So knowing that you have an experienced point guard coming in can only be a plus when you're going out to look for star forwards. Congratulations to Coach Ladner and his staff. This looks like a great kid to bring into the program, and we're very happy that uh, Tay Hardy could join us uh, on the show today. All right, Cindy Vick from Jewel Masters. She's coming on the show today. We're going to tell you that – some news about Hunter Stanley, what may be the big closer for Southern Miss baseball this year. We'll have the Massey ratings of basketball and have a football announcement as well. Lots to talk about. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back. I want to thank uh, 
Ty Hardy for joining us in the first segment. Big find for Southern Miss basketball. Really happy uh, for this young man, a great student. That's so important to hear. He's a great student. Uh, Kelly knows him, great kid. And you say tremendous basketball player. I th- I think he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, averaging 17 points. Luke was talking about he's 40% from the three-point line. He's 55% from the field, 84% free throw shooter. Um, well, Chris Oney, who's co- the coach at Pearl River, said that, that he's he's the best point guard that's ever played at Pearl River. Mm-hmm. So well, that's there we go. yeah. All right. Speaking of great players, too, Hunter Stanley named uh, as uh, to the a watch list for the closer of the year in college baseball. Luke Johnson, Hunter Stanley, have we found us another uh, closer in the Colin Cargill type of uh, mole? Well, I mean, yeah. If you remember last year, Stanley specifically came in. He was a he was almost like a stopper. I mean, he would pitch in the seventh, the eighth, and then, man, as we really moved into the, the conference tournament and down the stretch in conference play, he was the guy that you would put in there to, to stop him. I mean, you look at what he did last year, 307 ERA. Um, he, he only struck out 36, but it was in 41 innings. But he was always inclined to get outs. He could always get outs when you needed to get outs, and that's what they're looking for him to do again this year. He may not be a traditional closer, you know, come on in one inning in, but you know, if if Walker Powell gives you seven innings, you may see Stanley come in and pitch the last two and just kind of shut them down. And so that's what that's what Scott Barry's looking out of him this year. All right, Coach Barry's going to be joining us for lunch tomorrow, and uh, also is going to be our guest on the Eagle Hour tomorrow when we broadcast uh, from Fourth Street Bar and Grill. So we're just a few days away now from the opening of the 2020 baseball season, always exciting, exciting times at Southern Miss. Luke, who do you look to be the uh, – who do, who would you say at this point you see as the weekend starters? Well, obviously be Walker Powell and Gabe Shepard. Um, Coach Barry always likes to have a, a lefty in. And so when you look at the, the arms that are available for the lefty, uh, Ryan Ock is back, thankfully healthy. He's Remember, he's the freshman from uh, Minnesota. He, he got the win against Mississippi State early in the year, and then he, he ran in some arm trouble. He's back. Josh Lewis uh, pitched an outstanding game against LSU in the regional. I mean, he came in. He kept us in that game, gave up like two runs against uh, the Bayou Bengals. He's one that could be that way. Um, but a, another, another name to, to keep on your watch list, uh, Patrick McGee has an article out and the Bluxy Sun-Herald, and it's Chandler Best. He's from Mobile, true freshman. He was the basically the best high school left-hander in Alabama high school baseball last year. He can hit up to 93. And when you're talking about a left-hander that can throw in the low 90s, that's pretty impressive. So I would think it would be Ock Lewis or uh, the, the freshman Best. Uh, Dustin Dickerson will probably see some looks in the midweek. But I could see, you know, Gabe Shepard being out there Friday night um, and then maybe the lefty on Saturday and then Walker Powell on Sunday. Well, of course, we remember Gabe Shepard absolutely lit it up uh, toward the end of the year last year. Probably one of the hardest throwers we've seen in some time. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about a kid against Rice, when he threw the no-hitter in seven and a third against Rice, he was sitting somewhere around 94, 95. He touched 96, 97. 
rumors this spring is he's he's dusted 98 a few times so you're talking about he can possibly sit 94 to 96 that's unbelievable that's pretty um, and and the only thing you worry about him and I'm, I'm saying this because i'm for him and i was i yelled for him on on the, i was sitting two rows off the field in that rice performance he's not the biggest dude in the world you know he doesn't have the he's 5'10 180 and so you wonder how many innings over the course of regular season throwing that hard can keep up Ostrander's uh, coach Oz is, is ahead of the game on that but yeah Shepard's going to be uh, your your you know your, uh, your your speed demon this year and then Walker Powell uh, who had a sub 3 ERA last year he, he can get you a, he can be a guy that gets you 7 8 right. innings every time out all right Kelly Sander had someone point out to me last night it's supposed to be really cool Friday night, and they asked me this question, do you back off pitching your starters very long if the weather is really cool early in the year? Your answer? Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe, but you would anyway, okay, because you want to, you want to work up to a fever pitch so that midseason, you know, or even just a little bit before midseason, you're in, in top form. So you want to, like anything, work into it slowly. I would imagine that they'll, because these are non-conference games anyway, I'd imagine that they'll be on pitch counts. Coach Ostrander has said he's very happy with the depth and the talent of this pitching staff. So there's no reason that they have to ride a horse too far. Um, and, yeah, the, the weather in the Hattiesburg area is supposed to be nasty through about Thursday. And then Friday and Saturday and Sunday it, it clears off, but it is going to be cooler. So I think they would be they would have their pitch counts limited anyway. But if it does get, get pretty cool and windy, maybe even cut back just a little bit more. And guys are still competing for playing time. So it's still, they're, they're still out there competing. And coaches want to see how they, how they perform in certain situations. You're going to see a lot of freshmen on this team. You're going to see a lot of freshmen get significant yeah, playing are. time. You know, so and I think that's significant as you look at the, at the future of the program. So is it important to gradually bring your, 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 the guys you're going to depend on the most to start games for you, starting pitchers I'm referring to, important to gradually, gradually bring them into the fold? Yes, Yes, on pitch counts early in the year when temperatures are down, non-conference games, they're still competing for, for jobs. Let them get out there and battle each other. You know, and then hopefully by midseason, you're also trying to prevent injuries, obviously. And uh, the more durable they are, the more useful they're going to be, obviously, as the season goes on. So, Luke Johnson, uh, this I think it's fair to say this is not the hardest non-conference schedule on paper we've seen in recent years. Uh, now that, that's on paper. So therefore, does it add to the pressure? I mean, do you? Sure, you want to save, you want to protect your pitching staff, but at the same time, I hate to use this. You know, you, you have to worry about where your RPI is, and and you really can't afford to lose a lot of games to schools that on paper should not be able to compete with you. So, does that type of schedule add to the coaching pressure? Um, yes and no. From from a Conference USA perspective, the Golden Eagles are going to be in the top three in the conference anyway. So if you win the regular season or you win the tournament or your top two, Conference USA last year was a two-bid league. Uh, you got to think they'll be a two-bid league this year, depending on what Rice does or Louisiana Tech does. Florida Atlantic, Southern Miss, top two. So I don't think it's – if you were in – I don't think it's that big a deal that you're not, you know, playing, you know, just aces out of the gate. But you you can't lose a series to Murray State. You can't lose a series to Central Arkansas. You look at those, th- then you get Ole Miss, then you get Mississippi State. 
Uh, and then you got Little Rock and, and Troy before you start conference play. So, you know, I think the Mississippi State Ole Miss balances out a little bit. I think last year, more than anything, I, I think Southern Miss doesn't have to schedule three Power Five opponents in the first month of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think that's necessary. Um, we we saw some of the stuff we ran into last year with Gonzaga and some of those. So I don't think Murray State said I don't think it's it's bad at all. Um, but if you start losing series. You, you could get in trouble, too. Going back to the youth, I just want to mention this real quick again, guys. This Chandler Best kid from Mobile, Alabama, let me give you his four-year career statistics because we might see him as a starter this weekend. In four years, he was 35-2 and two with 333 strikeouts in a 1.08 ERA. Hmm. 7A player of the year in Alabama. Number one pitcher in the state of Alabama by perfect game. You put him, and then you look like you, you get Dustin Dickerson, who's going to start at shortstop, true freshman, starting at shortstop. You could have some other freshmen that see a lot of time. It's going to be a young team, but at the same time, whenever you start seeing, it's like what Gabe Shepard did. The, the, the Southern Miss baseball team was completely different after that Rice performance. I mean, Gabe Shepard, or even late in the season, he, he threw, it, it was even for the tournament, he threw like the last weekend of the season, I think. Whenever you, whenever you have young guys that come in and, and immediately contribute in that fashion at that height, it just lifts the entire team. And I see Dickerson and Best and some of those other guys doing it for the Eagles this year. And to further Luke's point about not having to be real high on the RPI or, or whatever those sorts of things, the reason that baseball is different than basketball is because in baseball, the northern teams, you can weed out immediately. Because the northern teams, they can't even get out and practice mm-hmm. you know, it, until you know, much later in the spring. So the Minnesotas, the Wisconsins, the Purdue's, all those schools that are up in the north of the Mason-Dixon line are really not baseball compatible simply because of the weather. Whereas basketball, everybody plays indoors. So wow. you better have a strong <clears throat> RPI. So even a weaker Conference USA team, 80% of the time is going to beat a better a team that's considered to be good up north right. simply because they're from the south and get to play outside well, and, more. And let me tell you, there you couldn't play in a, in an area that's more of a hotbed of college baseball than right here. I mean, I, I'm not going to list them, but I, heck, I can think of eight or ten programs right now within, what, 200 miles of here that can go compete with anybody in the country. And as, as that mushroom goes further, you could probably name twice as many high schools who are good at cranking out good baseball players. It is college tell you what, baseball country. I tell you what, they ain't talking about uh, college baseball in Alabama this week. Nah. They're not doing it. Nah. We're doing it here in Mississippi. You're right. All right, Eagle Hour continues. Stay with us. Southern Miss to the top. 
Welcome back. Glad you're with us this afternoon around the state, uh, wherever you're tuning in. I want to thank Campus Bookmark for their sponsorship of that previous segment. You know where they are, of course, on Hardy Street and uh, campusbookmark.net. And if you're coming in town this weekend for baseball, it's a great time to go get something new from Campus Bookmark. Yes, Bob, but you don't, guys, trust me. Look. This Friday is February 14th. It's not Lincoln's birthday. It's not Washington's birthday. It is Valentine's Day. Yeah, so right. as, a, as a service to every red-blooded American male here, particularly ones in relationships, Bob Getty has arranged for us to, first things first, baseball is important, and there's plenty mm-hmm. of time for that this weekend. But Friday, February 14th is Valentine's Day, Bob. And who would know better? Uh, to give you advice on how you guys around the state listening this afternoon can prevent from screwing up this weekend by forgetting Valentine's Day than the one and only Cindy Vick from Jewel Masters. Hey, Cindy. Hey. How are you? Very good. Thank you for having me. One of the nicest people. One of the nicest people on the planet. Well, and one of the most patient because she's married to Marty Vick. Right, right. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Right. And we're sorry about that. Yeah, we, we pray we're, for you we, daily. We appreciate uh, what you do on that behalf. All right, so, Cindy, we got a lot of guys listening to us today that all they're thinking about is that Southern Miss baseball starts Friday She's afternoon. even in black and gold today. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, men are simple-minded. I'm sure you'd agree. I won't say that. <laughs> well, I think that for the most part they are. Having hung around Kelly a long time, I'm convinced of it. Uh, so they could forget, you know, they could forget. And, you know, if the last minute sneaks up on them and they realize it's not going to be a good baseball weekend because they have forgot about Valentine's Day, what advice would you have for those men? It's never too late. Come on in. We'll right. take care of them. You know, we have price ranges from $20 up to 1000 So nobody is uh, left out there. So it's Valentine's Day, Cindy Vic. Is it a jewelry day? Is it a flowers and candy day? What, what, what traditionally is things guys should be thinking of with Valentine's Day? All the above. All, All the, above. the above. All the above. So yeah. it's really just the thought that counts? Yeah. <laughs> she hesitated there. Yeah, I was trying. <laughs> now, if I were to come in and get something in the $50 range, Cindy, as a customer service, could I take a $1,000 tag and stick it on the $50, on the $50 item? We may keep you there if you do. <laughs> he does that all the time. Of course. He does that all the time. They, they don't have any free clothes there, they, so they you, know, know, you don't need to They have no that. idea until their neck starts turning green and purple from where, you know, right. the, the right. metal on there. Now, Cindy, uh, our partner, Luke, he's young, so there's still a lot of romance going on in, in his marriage. What advice do you have for a romantic young guy like a Luke Johnson for Valentine's Day? Well, look, we have um, very nice bar necklaces. I mean, we have them from sterling silver to gold. You can engrave something very special on there, something sweet, something between you and her. We can do that up till Valentine's Day. A secret message of sorts. Yeah. So these bar necklaces are these the ones that you that you no, buy for no. women that you pick up at a bar? No, no. Kelly. No. No. Oh, no, oh, Kelly. Okay. No. Uh, Luke. Uh, are you listening to this? Or are you are you heeding yes. the advice of this lady? Yes, absolutely. I, I think uh, I I think you guys probably need to listen to it more than I do. Okay, probably so right. I I feel pretty confident. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. uh, I feel just pretty confident in what I get Lauren every Valentine's Day, and we've actually already we have arranged it where we have a Valentine's date and the Southern Miss baseball game. 
Wow. You're that's doing pretty, pretty good. That's yeah. pretty important. One of the reasons he married wow. her, right? <laughs> uh, clarify this for Kelly Sander. I do buy my wife a lot of nice stuff. You at do. Masters. He, he does. He treats her well. You hear that? Well, and maybe that's why I don't have a significant other. Is right. I, I don't. You don't know how to treat the women. Right. <laughs> I, I right. guess not. All right. All right. Come in, Kelly. I'll help you with are, that. Are there, are there particular, because things go cyclical in popularity. Is there one thing that everybody's trying to get this year? Is any, any type of a... I tell you, yellow gold is just on fire right now. Trendy pieces, and they don't have to be really expensive, but just... Women have just been going crazy over Didn't, necklaces, earrings. Well, educate us as to what yellow gold is. Like, it, it's the, it, you know, you can have your 10, your 14 carat um, gold. Um, gold comes out of the ground. Um, In different yes, variations. It, yes, it comes out gold. Um, to make it white gold, you add a, um, a different type of alloy to it to make it white gold. So um 10 carats harder than 14 carat the higher the carat the softer it is um mm. but yellow gold i mean it's just i mean it used to be popular then it was white gold now it's back to yellow gold you know never get rid of anything so, so us guys <laughs> that are cheap do you do you make anything that women would like that's either tin or aluminum well <laughs> um he's just a real charming i don't guy. know and about you see that? why you see now why he doesn't have a yes Pretty clear. <laughs> no tin or aluminum. Got no, 25 cent machines at Pizza Hut. <laughs> that's it. Okay, that's it. Put it in there. There you go. It's the thought that counts. Look, Cracker Jack box. You know, you get the things <laughs> yeah. out of there. Yeah, but those will cost a buck and a half. So, so just the box. So you see Kelly in those little those coin machines like at the pizza place and he's hitting it, shaking it. He's trying to get that ring out. Or I'm, this Valentine's Day, I'll do what I always do. I sit at home listening to Bobby Vinton sing Lonely. I'm Mr. Lonely. <laughs> for good reason. Yes. <laughs> All right, Cindy, for a young buck like our producer here who's full of romance but has no money, what do you suggest for him? <laughs> Look, we have some beautiful. Um, Listen up, Esquire. Yeah, <laughs> we have some beautiful um, sterling silver pieces. If you oh. don't, you do not have to spend a ton of money to get something very nice, very meaningful. Um, you know, like I said, those bar necklaces—they're on sale for forty dollars right now. Mm. Really, you engraving something special—that just—that's meaningful. Mm-hmm. I think you get points with that. But if there's sure. any special preparation now, you're kind of under the gun because Friday is Valentine's Day. This is Tuesday. Well, we will do our very best to make sure it happens. Marty will be engraving up until you know we close on Valentine's or, or whatever we need to do. Right. So, um, how often do you see guys wait to the last possible minute? <laughs> I, I will like say um, every year. What percentage you know? of guys wait to the last possible minute, would you say? Yeah. I Almost three digits. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. I have had some, I've had some gentlemen come in like weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And picking it out and already have it ready. And, and, and you, can, you can have your wife slash girlfriend slash whatever – Come in and do a wish list, right? Yes, wish lists are wonderful. You know, they can come in. They don't even have to think you twice about it. remind me of that it. every yes, year at Christmas. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just quick and easy. Unfortunately, some of those wish lists, the number one thing is, is I wish this guy was not my boyfriend or my husband. <laughs> yeah, you're revealing a lot about yourself, well, Kelly. You know, it's, 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 now, tell us a little bit about Jewel Masters before we run out of time, sure. since you were so gracious to come down here. Yes, well, I certainly appreciate it. Um, we just celebrated our 25th anniversary. Started off in Turtle Creek Mall um, in a small kiosk, and in 2006, we moved out to the shopping center, Randy Price. Um, 
It's been the best move we've ever made. Our business has grown over the years. We, you know, just have um, built our reputation on, you know, trying to have best customer service, um, quality jewelry repair. We always try to treat people like we would want to be treated if we walked into a store and Mm -hmm. purchased something, not just, you know, we're done with you and you're out of the store. We, you know, you have any issues or need something done, we we deliver, we come pick it up, you know, or come pick it mm-hmm. up or, uh, you know, just whatever. If somebody can't make it out there. We just try to do what, our can, do what we can to accommodate people. And you create jewelry. You've created some for me. Yes, we do. Oh, Design you tell, tell you to tell Kelly how classy I am in yes, some of these he, designs I've come up with. Yes, he has. He did very nice for his daughter that? this Christmas. Did you hear that? I, I'm listening, Bob. And, uh, and if it was anybody other than her, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> but, Cindy, I want to ask you, when it comes to your husband, Marty Vick. Who says he actually runs the whole thing. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, there wouldn't be a Jewel Masters. Yeah. So when it comes to Marty Vick, I want to ask you a question that your mother asked you a long time ago. Mm-hmm. What do you see in this guy? Oh. <laughs> What possibly could he be bringing to the table? Look, he is my better half. He Ooh. treats me wonderful. I mean, Marty is Marty. You know, he's he's fun. He He's a character. Better half. The way he's built, he's more like your better seven-eighths. Ignoring. That's it. Just ignoring. That's it. Just sometimes we have to say to the top on this that, show. Hey, that, that's it. B- because of Kelly. Well, I want to thank you for coming in. Thank you, you really are truly one of the nicest people I have ever met. And, thank you uh, so much. Everybody at your store is always really, really kind and nice. And Marty is a great guy and yes, very talented. Very, very talented yes. at, uh, at creating jewelry. Oh. So, uh, And she is in her black and gold, so we give her kudos for that here is. on the Eagle Hour. She is. Ready she for is. a big baseball weekend. That's right. This is the first time you've ever done something like this? Yes, Bob. Is it going to be yes. the last, or would you come back? No, y'all have made me feel very, very easy. So, Well, we'll try to schedule you on a day in the future when he's not here. It would be a lot easier when he's not. I'm not talking yeah, about Luke. Be. I'm not talking about hey, Luke. Real, real quick, no, tell, tell me where you're where you're located again because my wife's working today, so she's not hearing this, and she's working Friday. So <laughs> I, I can have, tell you, I will be in Hattiesburg well, because of a baseball game. She's, so when I, where do I need to swing by? They're right across from the Target Shopping Center in the Randy Price slash Talbot Shopping Center next to the Thai restaurant in there. Jewel Masters, right? Go ahead. Why, is, I think why he, is the location near a food establishment when you're telling me that, Kelly? Why, well, is it? why do you think? So after you pick out something nice and you just go down there and have dinner and then come back, I'll have it wrapped and ready for Boom. you. There you go. Or go buy some clothes like, like I'm sure you. you do at Joseph A. Bank. <laughs> no. All right. Our thanks to Cindy Vick. We'll be back. Eagle Hour will wrap up after this. I get my clothes from Omar the tent I maker. Know, I know where you go. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back on a Tuesday, fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by Toyota Hattiesburg, located online, toyotahattiesburg.com, or in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, on Highway 98. Swing by, get you a Toyota, and enjoy some of the best vehicles in the world. 
Toyota Hattiesburg, proud sponsor of the fourth segment of the Eagle Hour. Luke, Bob, Kelly, and Dalton from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. And uh, beautiful downtown Laurel. I was driving on Highway 98 yesterday, guys, and was uh, Bob coming to join you at the Hattiesburg studio and looked out there at that brand-new First Bank building. Some great people in that building. First Bank's been with us uh, from the beginning, and uh, anything you need financially, stop by. It's home of the perfect 10, too, Reggie Collier, but uh, First Bank, proud studio sponsor of the Eagle Hour. A couple updates. Men's golf down in Mobile for the Mobile Sports Authority Intercollegiate. Robbie Ladder shot three under yesterday. He's tied for 14th. Golden Eagles, as a team, are tied for seventh place, and a round two is continuing now. Lady Eagles are uh, currently 14th in the Texas State Invitational, um, but a sophomore uh, shot three over yesterday, 18th overall. Um, I cannot pronounce her name. She is one of our international Eagles, uh, but... Uh, I'm serious, man. They have a lot of international talent um, on this squad. Uh, Texas State's out there, UTSA, uh, Rutgers, Marshall. So Lady Eagles are uh, finishing uh, that one up. And uh, then football. This is uh, big news, guys. Football has announced a date with Florida State for the 2023 season. One game uh, in the agreement at Doak Campbell in Tallahassee, September 9th, 2023. Interesting enough... Southern Miss also has uh, that year Mississippi State and Tulane on the non-conference. The last time all three of those teams were on a non-conference schedule, Southern Miss beat Florida State. Um, Seminoles hold a all-time series record of 14-8-1 and uh, and been playing since 1952. So Eagles headed to Tallahassee in 2023. That's a great great non-conference schedule in 23. Tulane here in Hattiesburg and on the road at State and Florida State. You and I were there, Luke, the last time uh, Florida State and Southern Miss played at the Independence Bowl, and uh, it was... uh, This is... But you got to think, in, in two or three years, Golden Eagles will play two ACC teams. And we talked about that before. Really, really good for Jeremy McLean and the athletic department just to, to reach outside the SEC. Love playing SEC Glad to teams. See that, yeah. Love playing them. But, you know, hopefully maybe a Big Ten team, maybe a, a Big 12 team. We used to play Pac-12 teams uh, when, when I played, but it's great right. to see Southern Miss getting to play some ACC teams. You played squads. against California and uh... – uh, you played against Illinois. Nebraska. Played against Nebraska. So y'all, you guys played a lot of games outside of the SEC. You don't have to. It don't have always have to be at an SEC school, does it? It doesn't. But you know, SEC will probably pay the most out of any of those schools. So yeah, you look I, at it from that perspective. I was just going to say but, they're going to write good, the biggest check. Good to get outside. Well, they're looking for ways to spend all the money they have. Well, but a lot of teams don't want to go get clobbered by the SEC either, even if it means, you know, teams that might not be in as bad a financial situation as as some of the Conference USA teams are. In the latest Massey basketball ratings, there is a new number one team in the conference. Louisiana Tech has held uh, held the torch for most of the season, but now Louisiana Tech has dropped to the number two spot in the latest Massey ratings in the Conference USA look. North Texas is the new number one team in the league. North Texas comes in 81st out of 353 divisions one schools. North Texas, the number one conference USA team at 81st. They are up 15 
15 places with a 16-9 and overall record. Then comes La Tech. But La Tech plummeted 23 spots after uh, taking a couple defeats last weekend. So North Texas, number one in the league at 81st. La Tech at 95th. Then comes Western Kentucky at 109. Florida International at 146. Florida International, the biggest mover on the week, up 27 spots as the Panthers 17-8 and now overall. Then it drops a little bit down to Charlotte and Marshall. Charlotte at 159. Marshall at 172, and then that's it for the Conference USA as far as the top half of all the teams in uh, Division I. Then comes UAB at 180, Florida Atlantic down 16 spots to 194. UTEP is right behind them at 195. UTEP, remember, at the beginning of the year was way at the top of the Massey ratings, now down to 195th. Old Dominion at 202, Rice is at 203. Rice, the biggest mover upward moving up 32 spots. The Owls, 12 and 13 overall, are at 203. Then comes Texas San Antonio at 214. Southern Miss, then, at 257. The Eagles are down two spots. Middle Tennessee, out of 353 teams, according to the Massey ratings, is 304th. Mm. So Middle Tennessee... A team that beat Southern Miss, so we're lucky that we're ahead of them. But uh, to round out the 353, the last two teams in the Massey ratings, Mississippi Valley at 352, the Delta Devils are 3-21, and and Howard Mm. at 353 with a 2-24 mark. Uh, Before we run out of time, Luke, can you believe that this man asked the owner of a fine jewelry store if he could buy a tin necklace for Valentine's Day? Lonely. Par for the course. Par for the Par course. Is right, bro. I'm Mr. Hey, uh, Lonely. Ole Miss, Ole Miss is considering changing their mascot to the possums. Do you know why? No. <laughs> they play dead at home. They get killed on the road. <laughs> but seriously, folks, <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow to at 1 top. o'clock. From 4th Street, Bar and Grill, Eagle Hour on the road tomorrow. Look forward to it. Until then, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. To the top. Into the future I want to fly like an eagle To the sea Fly like an eagle Let my spirit carry me I want to fly like an eagle Till I'm free Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.